Dungeons and Daddies, not a BDSM podcast, is hitting the road this summer from May 31st through June 14th. We're doing part two of our U.S. live tour. Whoa. I came up with the name for this one. Yeah, it's yeah. called the Areas Tour. Very kind good. of similar. Dungeons you know? and Daddies, the Areas Tour, feet Taylor Swift. We're hitting the road again. Midwest and East Coast dates on sale. Tickets are available now. We're starting up in St. Paul, Minnesota. We're going to Milwaukee, Chicago, Indianapolis, Detroit, Pelham, Tennessee, Atlanta, New York, Philadelphia, and Boston. Wow. More info on our website, dungeonsanddaddies.com slash live. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Dungeons and Daddies is a rowdy, horny, violent podcast for grown-ups. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. Time now for the Family and Murder Sports Play of the Day, brought to you by Bullywood. Step into your local Bullywugs and try out their new Sizzlin' Smilodon Sliders for limited time only. New location opened up now in Thunder Tree. Hey, you're neck of the woods. Yeah, I'm going to go have to get down there and slam some brewskis with my buds. Today's play comes from the Meadowshade Four Nights competition. Early game, two zones down. We've got Goose Moose Van Gloose. Love me the Gloose. Going toe-to-toe against rookie team the Doodlers. And things do not go well for the downtown drow down in zone G. <laughs> no, sir, they do not. Let's get into the action. Doodlers here laying low, going for the camping strategy, but Van Kloos is not fooled. Comes in hot with the magic missile. Boom goes the window. Van Kloos sprinting forward, going for the dive, and stop mid-air. That's the magic of the reviser right there. Doodler Henry Oak trapping Van Kloos in the window by casting Healing Wood. Some lightning quick wordplay, and teammate Glenn Close following that up immediately with a quick cast to hold person, and that drow is going nowhere. Now here's where things get interesting. Just as Daryl Wilson pivots his son away from the and carnage, the doodlers get locked in the debate about the ethics of murder. What a quagmire! Glenn Close sidestepping with a clutch rationalization while Oak and Stampler struggle to seal the deal until... Boom! Shakalaka! Daryl Wilson takes the lead and blows Van Gloos away. Let's go now to the Bully Bugs. Wog this way. Slow-mo kill cam for closer look. Check out this teamwork. Right before Grant Wilson turns around, Henry Oak grabbing the smoking shoddy from his old man's hands and Stampler giving him the credit for the kill. Now that's what I call parenting. With moves like that, it's no wonder a mysterious masked man has stormed into the game to take these doodlers down. That's right, no more eye in the sky. All bets are off. Who knows if the doodlers are getting out of this predicament. You know, all in all, some exciting action there coming out of Meadowshade. And that's the play of the day. Up next, the latest on the unfortunate Foster Children League's performance-enhancing potion scandal. How young is too young to start using them? Because they're legal, right? Oh, absolutely legal. I mean, what's the point (laughs) with that? Welcome to Dungeons and Daddies, occasionally a BDSM podcast. Actually, it's a D&D podcast. It's about four dads. I was just going to say, um, actually, it's a D&D podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also, I kind of miss the pseudo BDSM times. There's been, what do you mean? There, There's you mean, a you bit when we had our innocence. Either. Yeah, there hasn't been a lot of sexy times in a long time. It's been mostly murder. Guys, <laughs> give Freddie a break. He's just trying I'm to just introduce trying to the, the world to our podcast. Here. 
They've never listened to it before. My name is Glenn Close. Nope, it's Freddie Wong, and I play Glenn Close. I made <laughs> the character the, is so. In, in, I made the Will Campus mistake. Uh, the rock and roll bard dad of the group. And this week's dad fact about Glenn Close with the actual Area 51 raid now come and gone. I'm sure we all have UFOs and aliens on the mind. And just a little story about Glenn, specifically about the uh, three UFO videos that got released by fellow rock and roll star Tom DeLonge, a good friend of Glenn Close's, actually. Blink-182 star was responsible for the release of three videos from the U.S. Navy, declassified, titled Floor One, Gimbal, and Go Fast. Those of you UFO fanatics out there will Wait, know. Wait, is it Sonic, the Go Fast one? No. So, yeah, that's the one where they actually <laughs> captured Sonic the Hedgehog on radar. The upcoming documentary, Jim Carrey. <laughs> uh, here's Glenn Close's hot take on Fleur, Gimbal, and Go Fast. Uh, those are easily explained by a weather balloon or some sort of stationary balloon, some kind of distant jet or some kind of passenger airplane or any of those things. Hence the names, gimbal, et cetera, et cetera. It's like they're secretly telling you what they actually are. The real secret is why is Tom DeLonge, his fellow rock star, now working for the government to put this interference out there? That's the real conspiracy, folks. What do they have on Tom? What do they have on Tom? What do they have on Blink-182 guitarist Tom DeLonge? They don't have any big things on Tom, <laughs> but they do have all the small things. <laughs> no. No. Holy shit. Yes. Oh. We're back, baby. What's up, everyone? I'm going to take that opportunity to introduce myself. <laughs> I'm Will Campus. I play Henry Oak, Birkenstock rocking, granola crunching, munchy, hippie nature druid dad. This week's dad fact about Henry Oak is this. We've all heard Henry's favorite TV show. We've all heard Henry's favorite drink. But did you know that Henry's favorite radio station oh boy. is the wind? <laughs> That's right. 103.1 KWND The Wind. Just, Serving Sam Dimas all the classic cuts from the 60s, 70s, 80s and more. You're listening to as the husband the wind. as the husband of a, a exactly. classical rock DJ. I mean, you are a walking betrayal. Yeah, listening it, has to Mercedes the wind. Oh about shit! That. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Yeah. Think about she that? literally hosts. I was radio so show. excited for my win double <laughs> trap card reversal. About your wife. <laughs> okay. All right. All Disgusting. Right. All right. Se- second favorite. Um, no, 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 no. It's canon. I oh, said shit. it. He All doesn't right. have to patronize his wife by just saying hers is the favorite. Yeah, you know, they, they yeah. have a relationship based That's on true. honesty. He's, yeah. like, he's like, All right, well, you she guys appreciates worry about it. Like, if divorced. you said it to her, she would know you were lying. Because she seemed to look on your yeah. face when the wind is blowing really nice. Henry has a very special relationship with the wind. It was the station he listened to in college. It was the station he listened to when he fell in love with Mercedes Oak Garcia. Don't you take this from him. It's one of the few great classic rock stations left in that part of California. They've all been bought up by Clear Channel, but 103.1 The Wind still plays the classic cuts. They still let the DJs do what they want. (laughs) Okay, cool. Uh, My name is Beth May, and I play Ron Stampler, emotionally detached stepfather, and a rogue. Uh, Fun fact about Ron is that um, actually... His favorite radio station is Mercedes. <laughs> Mercedes O. Garcia's station. No, 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 no. Ron doesn't listen to the radio. <laughs> I have never seen Beth this mad in the entire time I've known yeah. her. Like, she's legitimately offended. Ben. Ron feels like an AM radio kind of guy. <laughs> well, you would, he, like, I'm sure he would be, like, looking on his body for antennae to, like, listen to the radio. Um, I like the idea that Ron's never listened to the radio, and someday somebody steps in the car and just turns it on. And <laughs> like, what the hell? What the hell? 
actual real real Beth canon mm. Ron fact is that he had a tummy ache during the first part of the Fortnite, um, I, you know, uh, thing. But he was too manly to say anything. So uh, it eventually went away. And that's great. <laughs> that's, that's it. Like all good problems, if you're a man, you just sort of bury it yeah. and it just eventually disappears. Exactly. Hi, my name is Matthew Arnold. I play Daryl Wilson, a stay-at-home coach dad who's now a barbarian in the Forgotten Realms. And a little dad fact about Daryl since I got that grill. So Daryl loves barbecue and he still uses his dad's original uh, PK grill, which is an old school charcoal grill from the 19. They started in 1952. So he has his dad's grill, which is from Uh. 1954, one of the originals. He knows propane's better, but gosh darn it, he knows how to use uh, charcoal just like These his dad These look like did. little UFOs. Yeah, they're, they're great. They're, they do what they need to do. They heat up, they get hot, and you cook the meat on it. And he loves pork ribs and, and brisket. Um, he hates both Carol and uh, um, Grant love chicken, which he thinks is just a big waste of time on the barbecue. Like, why the hell are you cooking bird on did the you barbecue? Say he hates Carol? No, <laughs> maybe a Freudian slip. Um, no, no, he, he hates that Carol and Grant like barbecue chicken. The only thing that he likes to eat on the barbecue chicken is the skin, and he's been thinking about that a lot <laughs> recently. Yikes. Hoisted on his own petard. <laughs> I'm Anthony Birch. I'm your daddy master, and canonically, I'm your I'm your dad. I'm also your dad. Uh, <laughs> some long, awkward conversations with everyone's moms to be had in the upcoming week. Anthony's had sex with all of your moms. Yeah, they they loved it. Don't, don't get me wrong; it was great. Everybody had a good time. Everyone, seven out of ten at least. I'm sorry I haven't been around as much, <laughs> but I'm trying to make do. I'm trying to make better. I'm he- I'm here now, aren't I? <laughs> Honestly, learning that, I'm going to cancel my therapist tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, you and I already have maybe the most complicated psychoanalyst analytic uh, relationship two human beings can have. With We're me each other's co- dads. Cosplaying as you <laughs> in a podcast. Special thing going on this week. Beth has graduated from the Dice Tower, which you've heard in the background of all the previous episodes, to a Dice Tray. This one uh, sent in, actually, by listener John Nicholson. This is a zebra wood laser engraved dice tray made from the bones of a zebra that's right made from (laughs) dead zebras john this is so cool like i i didn't know that it was for me really and i i like called dibs on it immediately i was like i need this it's so cool if i don't score good dice rolls though i will blame you no i'm just kidding um can you roll d20 on it just give it the first roll what what do you roll what we got natural 20 just kidding it's a two (laughs) i don't like this i don't like this but john thanks for fucking us john (laughs) thank you so much it's like literally it's beautiful it's so exquisite will it be enough to tame best wild dice rolls only time probably will not tell by the way just as a quick shout out john has a company called brave burn crafted goods it's on the internet brave burn one word do a google search we also link to it uh, in our twitter so thanks very much john thank you john so to summarize what happened last time you jumped into a game of four nights which is is fortnite it's a battle royale game after grant explained all the rules to you you jumped down you went to the PUBG tavern you immediately sort of made a little base for yourself you found a gun you found a gun because you had a really good investigation role. You found the only gun in this game so far. And then uh, promptly, upon uh, the approach of a dark elf, you used your healing wood spell, which is not a real spell, but you got to use it because your visor of like alphabetical manipulation. You trapped him in there, and then you paralyzed him like a sad Winnie the Pooh, and then uh, <laughs> uh, Daryl shot it in the face and killed it in one hit. And then uh, Grant stood up and saw uh, Henry Oak holding the smoking gun. And Ron very wisely uh, then said, what the fuck, Henry? And so currently Grant thinks that Henry murdered that guy and not his dad. 
Shot him in self-defense. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> I feel I feel like we'll leave it to the audience. Since he's a drow, wouldn't that be elf defense? Oh God! <laughs> no. Oh boy! Anyone? Brilliant! Brilliant! Anyone? Uh, Brilliant. Uh, well, you get advantage. Real takes a d4. Ha ha! First damage we've taken in Fortnite. Yeah. <laughs> I got three damage. Two damage. I took uh, three damage from Will's incredible dad joke. So Will's got uh, inspiration, so whatever you want, you can spend I gave on him advantage. three out of four stars on that dad joke. <laughs> <laughs> Will, couldn't you be satisfied with just your cool healing wood thing? Like, isn't that enough that for you for a while? last week. <laughs> My self-esteem has a giant hole in the bottom of it that drains out. And <laughs> Will is a professional writer, and so... <laughs> I'm a little concerned that if we have 18 other groups to kill... That Anthony's going to judge us on everyone for being murder and not self defense. <laughs> yeah, this is part of Anthony's the Anthony's like, the game. Um, you have to kill 18 people. Oh, hello, murderers. <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked about this last time. Last Jeez, time. Anthony, what is this? Spec Ops the one? <laughs> look, what, <laughs> look what you've done. Yeah, don't you love killing people? You're a pervert for playing this game. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, we, we were literally talking about this last week. Because I was like, oh, no, I need to find some way of making that not happen again because it made our comedy podcast suddenly very not funny <laughs> because of the design of it. But then I realized, like, uh, there's literally no way for me to plan for that to not happen because yeah. you're all role-playing as characters that have functioning moral compasses and Dungeons & Dragons is predicated on the idea that your characters do not. Like, and because we're all dangerous as people. <laughs> yeah. So we've got that edge. Yeah. So I, I'm, I'll try my best to make them all, you know, puppy-stomping Nazis, but we'll just sort of <laughs> see how it works out. At the end, after you murdered, well, killed in self-defense, maybe. <laughs> after someone was shot in the face by someone, Greg Proops from Phantom Menace, announcer in the hot air balloon that was over the Fortnite map, was shot down by a rocket. And then a mildly familiar sounding voice picked up the microphone that they had and said that even though normally a Fortnite game can end with a lot of people just sort of hunkering down and waiting for it to end, whoever this guy is, is determined that he's going to kill you before the game is up. He is not in this to win. He is in this to get rid of all of you. So he made this murder game even more murderous. Uh, yeah, but he's clearly the bad guy there, right? I mean, he's yeah. coming for you specifically. Yeah, well, he, he also seems... murdered Greg Proops. Yeah, yeah he where? murdered two innocent. And, I mean, okay, those announcers are not that innocent. Can I just say one thing, though? There's one really, really important uh-huh. thing. How did they not get Colin Mockery and Ryan Styles to be the two heads of the oh, fucking oh, I know, right? announcer oh. in Star Wars? Okay. That been, that's that why Phantom Greg should have fallen on the sword and been like, no, this would be better as a Colin and Ryan <laughs> joint. Yeah. Anyway, we can continue the podcast now. I just wanted to get that off my chest. If it weren't for that, Phantom Menace would be fucking great. <laughs> that was the one flaw in the diamond that is Star Wars The Phantom Menace. And we've, we've talked about how Phantom Menace is the best of the prequels, right? That's just an objective fact. The best of the Star Warsies. Okay, so we're just going to move on. <laughs> no, before this gets too bad, Phantom we're just going to keep going. I would put Phantom Menace above, I would put uh, at the top oh, of the prequels, at the top of the prequels, and at the top of the sequels. That's insane. You just said a bunch of insane things. I'm going to move on past that. So the 15 minutes have started now. I believe it's uh, Armory, Bomb Makers, Egg Farm, and Ice Cream. A, B, E, and I, those zones, will be filled with poison. Oh, uh, man, last chance to get ice minutes. cream, guys. Currently, Zone G, the tavern, is not in any danger. But uh, everybody roll perception. I got a five. Oh, yes. Natural 20 perception roll. I got 12. I, oh, g- I got a um 22. Oh, wow. Jesus. Okay, so Glenn and Henry, with your 
20 slash over 20 rolls, you can see a very buff gray humanoid with a brown cloak over his shoulders, sort of hunched over. I'm looking at a picture of him right now in D&D Beyond, and he's very Solomon Grundy-esque. You see him <laughs> before he sees you. Uh, you basically can see him crest a hill nearby, mm-hmm. and he sees the bar, but he can't tell whether or not anyone is inside of it or is not. He, but he, and he looks like he's hunting for blood, right? Uh, I mean, he's just walking. He, you can't really tell. He's, he's got a natural uh, 20. Know, does it give me any sort of perception oh, yeah, yeah, into his actually, Okay, with a natural 20, I'll tell you what items he has. He's got what looks to be a wand with a flaming end. It's not like a torch. It's like a magical wand that's got these little flames that are orbiting around the sides of it. And he's got looks to be a couple of green herbs. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, baby. This guy's my new best friend. Hey, guys, guys. Yeah, I think this guy's got some righteous herb. What, what do you, you guys... What, okay, wait, so... What do you, <laughs> All right, so guys, somebody's coming after us. Does anybody recognize that voice? I don't know. We pissed a lot of people off on this journey of ours. I'm a little worried it could be CERN. Do you think maybe it's CERN? No, it couldn't be CERN. I can't even bring myself to say the funny thing I was going to say. What Um, were you going to say? Are you CERN? I I didn't say it. (laughs) Anthony no, said it, so we don't take no, it's, okay, it's, okay, it's okay, Henry. The, the gal's humor is it's good in times like this. I okay. appreciate it. Uh, this is, um, gosh, boy, I'm just feeling so many things right now. Um, there is also a fairly large Solomon Grundy-esque gentleman Wait, lumbering towards us. Does anyone know the classic DC movie villain character Solomon Grundy, born on a Monday, et cetera, et cetera? He's like a big gray guy, I think. That was a deep poll that Anthony made to say Solomon Grundy. I don't know that people were going to follow along with that. My bad, like, guys. He's like a big, scary-looking guy. <laughs> yeah, he's like Frankensteinian. He kind of looks like a Frankenstein's monster dude, but with long, white no hair. Bolts, uh, white hair, silver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, is he coming towards us? What was he doing? He is basically looking at the bar. You can see sort of in his head, he's going like, you know, do I go and do I explore this? Or it is boarded up. Could people still be inside? Maybe they left. He's like sort of deciding what he's going to do with this, but he's definitely thinking about the bar right now. So stay, stay still. Just everyone should just stay quiet. I Let's think we got to lay, lay low and yeah. observe. If you don't move, they can't see you. Okay. Yeah. He is going to roll perception, let's say. Ooh, that's a 21. With that good of a perception roll, I think he can just tell that there are multiple people inside. Does he react to seeing the dead body of Spruce Bruce man? Spruce Bruce man. Spruce Bigelow. Important question. Does he still have the pant belt on his face? Is he still just two pairs of pants? No, we like, kicked him out of the hole. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I took the holographic belt back. Oh, okay. So he sees the corpse there. What's he going to do? What kind of bad boy is this? <laughs> uh, I'm going to give him a wisdom roll to see if he can decide whether or not he's going to go after you. It would be wise to not attack you. Because we some bad mother. He did not do well on his wisdom Is he a dumb ball. boy? So he, uh, he's a dumb boy. So <laughs> uh, Now I've sympathized with him. So he, he's like nice dumb. He's like murdery dumb. Uh, Daryl, Daryl. What? He's coming this way. Oh, so uh, what was the plan? We're supposed to lure him in here and then set this place on fire? We're a little late for that. We don't have any boo- booty traps. Booty traps? Booty, booty traps. traps. <sighs> Mad. Do they, the they play those at the booty trap house? Is that... <laughs> Math. Or they play music and sell drugs. <laughs> Matthew, booty traps. Booty traps. It's been a long day, guys. There's a lot been going on right now. Um, <laughs> Grant, can you guys talk about booty traps? It's What's more appropriate on? than booby traps in a way. That's yeah, true. if you think about it. I'm more of a booty, booty trap, trap guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more of a personality trap man. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, uh, there's another guy coming. So Grant looks out the window, and he sees the wand on the guy's side, and he goes, that's a flame wand. He can basically use it to cast 
fireball. I've seen that used before. Oh, fireball we're in is a big wood building. Soaked in alcohol. Oh. oh. Hey, Grant. Yeah, what's okay. up, man? What about the herbs on his belt, though? I think those are healing herbs. Mm, I guess in some cultures, the Mary Jane has oh been God. used as a heal. Okay, okay, all right, sure. Grant, Grant, another focus. question. Okay. Grant, Grant. Yeah. How quickly can we build stone structures? Uh... Like, if you were the one designing the game and you were the dungeon master, like, how do you just say we build it and it pops up like the video game Fortnite? Or is it more like... Yeah, is a, this an enchanted building that's happening? Like, do we just, like, magically suddenly are able to build? Yeah, the resources are a little bit enchanted. So ah. they, they do sort of pop up quicker than you imagine. And they are based off of your intention rather than your martial ability with actually, like, building things. Hey, like, this is really handy, Daryl. But that said, if a guy's looking at us, I mean, it'll take us a couple of minutes to build anything, which means, you know meta means like five ten rounds of combat to oh, like build okay, the thing. Okay. gentlemen follow my lead what, what are you gonna do henry i open the door he raises the wand immediately i put my arm around grant and kind of like pull him back a little bit in case something happens and I say hey back off man that's spruce voose mangloose he's the baddest boy in this game and we just kicked his behind and there's five of us and one of you Ron's Let- voice in the background. There's actually seven of us, eight of us. <laughs> Ron throws his voice like an actor. <laughs> we got a whole mess of angry people in here, and we're tough as nails. So if you want to know what's good for you, I'd point that wand elsewhere and maybe join up with us, and we can kick <clears throat> some butt together instead of us duking each other out, you know? Okay, Ron, roll deception. It's a natural one. Curse you, John. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so because this guy can tell that Ron lied about how many people were inside, you make your intimidation roll at disadvantage. But again, you, if you want to, you can spend your inspiration to, to cancel it out. It. I'm going to do that. That is a uh, 20. A 20? Oh, Not geez. a natural 20, 19 plus 1. Okay, so he'll roll. He, uh, he got a natural 20. So he goes, nah, I don't think so. And he fires the wand oh, at basically you, actually, directly at you. Yeah. So uh, let's Real see. Real quick, when we passed out on the Fortnite bus, uh-huh. did that count as a rest? Yeah. Okay, so we're at full health, right? Uh, yeah, minus okay. the damage you just did to them with your dagger. Okay. Yeah. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. I have an idea. If as he's doing, fireball. <laughs> as the, is he casting the fireball? Well, I, if you want to get in something beforehand because you saw him coming, I'll say you'll get one you know, thing in front of you. No, at it. the exact moment that he cast the fireball. <laughs> Tell me what you want to do. I reach into one of my pockets of one of my pants and I pull out an egg. <gasps> oh, I shit. throw it oh, shit. at the fire, trying to just get a simple fried egg out of it. <laughs> nobody, nobody gets hurt. No damage is done. There is just a tasty treat at the end of this action. <laughs> this was the magic egg. What what magic does it do? It could have, it could have healed you. This is from. Yeah, I thought you were going to give it to Henry because he's about to get by a fireball. It would have given him. Oh, like, I thought I could just block the fireball if the egg takes the damage uh, and gets fried instead. Oh, you know what? Oh, I see. Okay, I see what you're trying to do. So you're make a, to convert that like potential a top gun, energy. like a like an anti missile. Yeah, you're trying to shoot a missile out of the air with an egg. Yeah. It's countermeasures. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so roll. Uh, give me a, a ranged attack roll. With disadvantage, because that's please that's tell nuts. me Ron saw, like way in his past somewhere. But again, playing. you also have inspiration, so if you want to use that to cancel out the the disadvantage, it'll just be a normal sort of ranged attack roll. I got three. Oh, you got three. <laughs> okay, so with your three, uh, the egg goes sailing through the air, 
And uh, as he shoots the fireball, like the fireball, when it comes out, it's just a little spark. And then progressively, as it comes out, it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And there's a moment where it seems like the egg is going to perfectly intersect with it. But then the fireball just sort of keeps going and it just completely fucking incinerates the egg. Like, of course, that didn't work. That would have never worked. Uh, no, it would have worked. No! Uh, is the egg just gone? It, it's incinerated. It's what completely gone. What was the egg gone. again? Remind me. It was a healing. It was egg. a healing thing that you could have taken and like permanently increased your lowest ability score by one. Wow. Yeah. Well, guys, if you want to win a war, you've got to crack some eggs and then lose that war. Okay. <laughs> Beth offered us an egg in this trying time. So the egg... Exactly. The, the, the egg is the first thing the fireball hits. The second thing the egg hits is Henry. Well, hold on. Shouldn't there be like a dexterity save or something? Yeah, that's here? what I was about to say. Oh, okay. Yeah, fucking yeah, give me I'm just saying we've literally never done a dex save in this yeah. entire podcast. No, this is, this is the first literally one. Literally the first one. Welcome to episode 18, the first dexterity <laughs> save. Uh, okay, so Will, give me a dexterity saving throw. <laughs> Uh, 22. Wow. Okay. So that you definitely succeeded. So you, how do you dodge out of the way? Um, I'm going to do a yoga pose. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. Right. I need to, from now on, I always need to ask you guys what you do. Because that's very good. What's the yoga pose that gets What's you out the, of the way with fireball? Is it the elevated crab where you, like, you're backwards, like, oh and God. raised up? That's yeah, like the exercise. Yeah, it's like a kind of exorcist move. So <laughs> so you do, like, the neo dodge the that neo turns dodge. into the elevated crab. So, yes. yeah, you do the neo dodge now. Unfortunately, because of the way fireball works, you still are going to take some damage, but it'll be half of what you normally would take. Okay. So it goes right over you hits the door frame behind you and explodes and fire spreads everywhere and you take God. that's a lot of <laughs> dice oh rolls gosh. I'm hearing no, I'm not, that's not even half of them just a second what? Wait, what? there's multiples wow. Jesus. Oh my God, what is this dice? he's dividing you in half I only wish the egg had been a better egg <laughs> so just to be clear it's 8d6 86? Yeah. How often can you use I mean, I guess we'll That's find out. It, immediately, you see the fucking thing fizzle out. Oh, it, was, okay. it was a one and done. Uh, uh, oh, I, I need to roll two more times. Sorry, guys. What? It's <laughs> good thing you dodged it. Thank Christ you dodged it. I don't know. It still might be horrible because I rolled a six, a three, a six, a six, a three, a four, one, and a five. So 17 damage. Holy Woo. balls. You take 17 damage, and the bar is now on fire from the front. You all, I assume, are sort of nearish the back, but at every turn, it's going to spread further and further, and eventually it might take this place down unless you can find a way to extinguish it or get out. So now we should roll initiative because we're actually in combat. Okay. Mamma mia. Ha cha 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 cha. That's a another natural twenty roll for initiative. Seven. I think I figured out what's happening is John's dice tower. It's in the words of control, an object of power, <laughs> and the way it works is that it gives all of Beth's dice energy to our dice rolls. Actually, ah. I just got a nineteen. So. Oh shit! Oh, okay. Well, yeah. and I got seven. I gotta workshop this theory some more. <laughs> I got a four technically. Okay, so uh, the timer just went off, which means that those uh, zones are currently filling with poison. But because we're going into combat mode, that kind of like fucking matrix-wise slows everything down uh, <laughs> so that it's not, you know, we're not going to worry about the real-time 15 minutes during this part. It'll resume after the fight. Freddy, it is your turn first. All right, so first move, Glenn's going to cast Dissonant Whispers. I whisper a discordant melody that only one creature of our choice within range can hear, racking it with terrible pain. Wisdom saving throw on a fail save is 3d6 psychic and then immediately must move away from us as far as it can. Oh, wow. The Dissonant Whispers, of course... A hoarse whisper of mm, bop. Mm, 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 bop. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. You leave Hanson alone. We do not besmirch Hanson on this podcast. What's the number he has to save? That's a wisdom 14 saving 14? throw. Okay. Ooh, he got uh, a four. 
So 3D6 he takes, Psychic and must immediately use this reaction, if available, to move as far as its speed allows away from you. The creature doesn't move onto obviously dangerous ground, such as fire or a pit. He just freaks out because of the discordant melodies of Hansen. He grabs his hand and goes, ah, fuck. Um, <laughs> and then... <laughs> <laughs> oh, what is this crap? I don't even, I've never even heard this before, but it's the worst thing I've ever heard. Fuck. <laughs> I'm going to have this stuck in my head all day. <laughs> <laughs> this is no Red Brand Trailer's Christmas album. And then he turns around and just kind of starts bolting. Guys, here's our chance. Let's get the fuck out of here. Well, should we try to save this place? No, it's going to... I think it's going to go up. I think they've got a lot of alcohol in there. This place is going to be a giant Basically, fire. you have one round of all of you going, and then I'm going to roll... If there's any fire left, I'll roll with advantage. If I get any higher than a 10, it's going to catch on to the bottles and start blowing some shit up. I think it's closing time, gentlemen. Grant, where's the, <laughs> where, Grant what's, the, what's the good location to move to? The zones available to us are C for cafeteria, D for deli slash slaughterhouse, F for fucking shit-ass toilet building, H for haberdashery, and J for jewel cutters. Because we are in G, uh, we could go to F or H right away because they're adjacent. Any others will have to pass through other, other like zones. The toilet is not flammable. Haberdashery, that's, that's plants, right? Uh, no, that's a hat. That's a hat place. Believe, yeah. Oh, yeah. The kids call them lids. <laughs> there's there's oh, Grant, Grant says just, I do not. There's places <laughs> just for hats. Yeah, it's like a cool place where you can get hats with all your favorite sports teams on them, and you know, uh, so then there's then there's fancy hat places. No, I mean, they're, the the ones here are like magic and stuff. They like oh. do stuff. I think we should go to the hat place, guys. Now, the thing you need to know about fucking shit ass toilet building is it has a very, very, very low chance when you search to have something like mind-blowingly incredible. The idea is that if you search there, it's all or nothing, essentially. You're not going to find anything that's like, okay, you're going to find literal shit, or you're going to find like a legendary item. I want to see this toilet building. We're kind of yeah. in the middle of a fight right now, so like I feel like Henry's no, he ran away. chill. He's, yeah, he's running, oh, he's running away. That's right. So you basically get two rounds of like running, and maybe he'll chase after you, maybe he won't. Look, I'm definitely down for not having to kill people if we don't have to and it feels like the toilet might be the best place to set up defenses yeah and like i'm pretty i got my axe like i don't need searching the last thing we searched for was a gun and like i don't think i could pull another trigger today <laughs> so i like that i feel like wait, i haven't actually a lot of people are Sorry. gonna be there grant says you he, no, no, he's no, holding the trigger. the trigger like making the decision yeah the royal uh, says then there's a gun went off today we don't want to pull another right, gun. both you make deception uh will with disadvantage because henry's bad at lying i did a 17 oh, i got a natural one <laughs> He can't tell that his own dad is lying to him, but he can definitely tell that Henry is lying to him. But I was very convincing. Yeah, you were, but he was so deeply, deeply unconvincing, he critical failed, which means that not only is he pretty sure that you're lying, he now is going to have a harder time trusting you in the future. So his face just goes like slack when he realizes like what happened. And he says, you, you shot that guy. Yeah, I shot that guy, Grant. Why did you lie to me? Because it was it was a lot you know in that it, moment. Doesn't matter. Fuck let's it. Go. Fuck it. No, let's fucking yeah. Let's go to the toilet. Yeah. Fuck All right. it. That sounds let's great. Let's do that. I'm sounds glad that we're really doing great. this because to be honest, my tummy was kind of hurting earlier. Oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Sounds great, Ron. Sounds great. Let's go to the fucking toilet building. Fantastic. Here we go. Which way is it, Grant? Uh, fuck you. Follow me. What do you think of we're fucking? I'm doing. Jesus Christ. Follow me. Okay. So the timer started again. We're out of combat. To be clear, Glenn single handedly won that combat. Just want to point that all out. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. Glenn. Thank Glenn, you, Glenn. I really appreciate the way you handled that without us having to uh, Shit, get our hands got, dirty. Now I got Hanson stuck in my head, man. Dang it. Hey, what was that tune you were singing? Yeah. I really liked it. Uh, it was a song called Mbop. You guys know Mbop? I don't, but it sounds delightful. You know, I'm, you know it was a bop. Next time I'm listening to the, we're uh, here. the rock. <laughs> no, we definitely have a moment. We have one of those shots, like the big helicopter shot and like Fellowship of the Ring as we're all climbing up a mountain, but Mbop is playing. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> Your mom was playing in the bars on fire behind you <laughs> with a faceless elf there. Okay, so you arrive, and so every time you guys travel from one zone to another, I reduce the real-time timer by five minutes. We have ten minutes left before the next two zones get announced. So... At Zone F, the big toilet building. So it's basically uh, just a bunch of really shitty ramshackle little sheds that kind of just seemingly exist to provide cover. And then one building that has a massive sculpture of a toilet on the top of it that just literally smells like feces. So you get the feeling that people have actually, in the longer uh, games of Four Nights, people have used this place as a literal actual toilet. Wow. How big is the toilet? The toilet is like two stories tall. The building it's in is one story tall. And then the toilet on top of it is two stories tall. Now, structurally, is this like a toilet? Like in that there is a Bowl, there's a flusher. Yes, there's, there's a, a bowl. There's a flusher. I mean, the, the flusher and all that stuff is decorative. It's not a functional toilet, mm. but you could go up there and like you know. And just to clarify, it smells like people actually have climbed up two stories and then took a dump mm-hmm. in this two story correct toilet. Correct. And what do you mean the flusher doesn't work? Like somebody took a two story dump that big that it couldn't flush anymore. <laughs> And there are giants to, that roam the realm. You're going to have to experiment with this shit to find out more about the way that this toilet works. I well. will. But that's as much as Grant knows. Um, this is going to be a weird time to say this, but Daryl, you think you could fire up that grill? <laughs> what? I, mean, I took a pretty nasty hit in that last encounter, and I don't know how long it takes to whip up a steak so I could maybe you know solve some of these I will wounds. Say, I will say that due to the intense smell of human feces right now, I don't think anybody <laughs> would smell barbecue. Give away our position. Am I right, Daddy Master? That smell of shit would hide any sort of barbecue smell. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. They would cancel each other out. That said, your healing is going to be halved while you're fucking (laughs) (laughs) eating eating shit-smelling steak. Um, How long does the grill take? The grill takes a couple minutes. It's magical. Okay, Okay, cool. Could Ooh, you make, what are you putting on the grill? I like a couple of carrots for me. I was going to have a carrot dog if that's okay I don't do veg- vegetables dog. on the grill. You don't? Well, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure this ma- Henry, I would actually, but this magical grill is only for magical mm, meat. I don't, mm, I don't right, think well, I heard magical him saying. Meat. I just, I'm a vegetarian, so, mm. you know, if you can help me out, you know, maybe by losing your condescending attitude. <laughs> what about, what about magical meat that is not meat currently, but was meat when it was in somebody's stomach? I don't think that's going to work for my diet either. I don't mean to be difficult about it. You know, I, I'll, I'll just heal myself. I, I'm, if I'm, you recall, the grill specifically says you ha- the meat you cook has to be meat you've hunted. Oh, uh, so we can't just do it. Well, I, I'll allow you to forage, but instead of... I'm not uh, foraging for carrots around here. <laughs> <laughs> instead of foraging for wood or stone, you can forage for meat. Or here, I, take a, I take a glance around to see if there's any small game in the area. I, you know, uh, forget I asked. I, I, oh, I, I'm doing it because I could use some meat. Okay, I, go ahead I, and roll, I, roll, I got hurt all the first thing you smell an open sewer and you're like, I could use a steak right now <laughs> it's the heel uh, glenn i got a four so i'm assuming i didn't see shit well, I saw well you shit. did see shit that's all i saw, <laughs> you saw just mainly wow. saw a lot of shit grant you said that there's like magical items here yeah so basically if we search here there's always a chance that somebody died having something really really good on themselves that fell into the shit and then nobody had the courage to go and get it because it's shit i'm going to cast detect magic which allows me to sense Ooh. the presence of magic within 30 feet fucking smat all right you can tell that there is something magical inside the bowl but you'll still have to find a way. A, you'll have to find a way to get up there. But B, once you are there, you will get an advantage on your search roll inside the bowl. Guys, I think there's some magic shit in the shit bowl. Uh, is there stairs or something like that? Like, like, we, we could build stairs. My God, yeah, wooden stairs All up right. to the bowl. Plus, the bowl would be a good place to scout out for enemies and, yeah, to, and to keep an eye on the rest of the land. Yeah. 
Or, I mean, we could even build stilts out of the wood if we wanted one of us to sort of venture around and look out for enemies. That's true. If you wait, wait, if you put the stilts on and then you put the holographic pants on the stilts, <gasps> would it look like you're a, you're oh a, a giant I'm, creature? I'm, oh, I need, I'm going to take a couple of wood and do this. <laughs> I think, all right, Ron, you work on the stilts project. We're going to build the stairs and get up there. Ron, you're going to build the stilts? Yes. Uh, that's going to take seven wood. Do you have seven wood? I have 14. Now I have seven. Perfect. Okay. So that's your go. Okay. So, Ron. You're going to stilt up because I like the idea of intimidating everyone by thinking we got a giant on our side and I'll go look for wood and Daryl, you can, you know, use your craftsman school. Maybe you and Grant can have a fun father son project and help build these stairs together. Yeah, you know? there's not a lot of fun going on, but we'll definitely get uh, we'll, we'll definitely Grant. Why don't we go uh, search for some items? Yeah, sure. Sounds great. All right. Oh, I, I thought you was building the stairs. Are we, oh, we're going to we need more wood. You can search for uh, crafting materials, or you can search for items. Okay, guys, because we don't have enough wood to build stairs. Okay, so we're, so Grant and you are searching for yeah. We'll wood. search for wood then. Maybe okay. you could find some wood glue to repair that relationship as well. You know, uh, that's a good idea, Ron. You know, wood, <laughs> you know, wood stronger uh, than the original father tries, son. Tries, exactly. Exactly. Stry, stronger uh, than uh, Grant the... takes a d six because he's definitely fucking heard that shit before. He <laughs> <laughs> right, takes four damage. Henry, why don't you go ahead and roll for what you're doing? Uh, I got a 19. So that's 19 wood. wood. Yes. Great. 19 wood or uh, 10 stone. Okay, I'll do wood, 19 wood. All right. Uh, six wood. All right, six wood. Grant will uh, do that, but he'll do it at a disadvantage because he didn't give a shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he, he got 15 wood even with disadvantage. Wow, so that's a 40 total wood. Grant, good job on that wood there, man. Yeah, cool. Uh, let's build these stairs. Let's, let's check out what's in the toilet, everybody. Okay, uh, so is Glenn... What would Glenn do? Well, I'll, I'll look for items in the area around here. I know there's something in the bowl, but I guess I'll just serve for something right now. Sure. Go ahead, Freddy. Uh, that's a 12 investigation roll. Just see if there's anything around the base of the toilet. Not good enough. Yeah, this place is uh, so... Now is the wax seal in place. The wax seal? Yeah, so when the toilet gets built, you know, there's a wax seal. It's really important that you make sure that that wax seal is seated correctly. Otherwise, you'll get leaks and you'll probably Is this Freddy talking or, or, oh, Freddy and or Glenn. measure once, cut twice, Glenn talking? <laughs> Because Glenn doesn't know, Glenn doesn't know shit. Both Freddie and Glenn happen to know a little bit away around repairing toilets. Matthew slash Daryl. Wow, Dad's got testy this episode. Daryl's proud. Daryl's like, hell yeah, Glenn. Uh, yeah. It, what it, has so, to it, happen in a man's life for him to be that good at repairing toilets? <laughs> nothing good. <laughs> um, okay, so, so nothing though. So yeah, no, you see, but the nothing. wax seal is probably pretty intact. I mean, it's not a real toilet, so like. <laughs> Again, it's just a very large statue of a toilet. But if it's not a real toilet, why is everyone pooping in it, Anthony? I don't, you want me to explain human nature to you? I don't know. Just because I see a toilet doesn't mean I will just go and poop in what? it. Oh, here's a question. How many uh, people do you think have shat inside uh, show toilets at a Home Depot? Because I bet you the answer is more than zero. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Good point. Oh my gosh. <laughs> to be fair, Glenn's on that one. <laughs> if Matt saw a two story tall toilet in the middle of nowhere and he could get to the top, he would definitely have to take a shit in that toilet. <laughs> How many people do you think have fallen to death trying to take a shit in yeah. that toilet? Oh, yeah. There are definitely going to be some courses when you get up there. Oh, I'm very excited to see what's up here. All okay. right, let's get up these okay. stairs. So, first, I'm making a, a roll on the encounter table. Cool. So, while you all are doing this stuff, Grant is sort of looking around with a very dead expression in his eyes, like he's just sort of checked out. But then he sees some, whoops, sorry. So you hear the speakers uh, that you heard earlier on before Greg Proops got shot down, and you hear this like, and then you hear not Greg Proops, but the other head, voiced by Will. <gasps> You're the only one that's alive. Greg Proops died. You are now alone in this body. <laughs> um <laughs> 
Fortnite fans, uh, it's <laughs> Goofo McBoofo, secondary head to, to my fallen brother, Greg Group. I am surging with so many emotions right now, but I know Greg would want me to continue the show. <laughs> All right, everyone, here's the news for you. Zone J from the Jewel Cutters, you got a wave of poison gas coming your way. And for people, anyone who's in Zone F with the fucking shit-ass toilet building, you're already dealing with some poison gas there coming out of that toilet, but I gotta say, things are about to get a lot <laughs> stinkier. Oh, God, my brother is dead! All right, and Wait, then the mic is cuts it, out. Wait, is it jewel cutters? Like, is it that kind of vapor? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Is it you know jewel J-U-U-L? If you went there, I will say that you will find both precious gems and jewel vapes. And vapes. Grant, there's vapes and jewel cutters. I don't vape. Oh. Yeah. We get it. You don't vape. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not not very proud of that. Okay, so we have how long until this place is? Nick said everyone vapes. So in 15 minutes, uh, the poison will start to come. So we're going to have to get out of here, but Glenn, you said that there's there's something something in in there. Let's check. It's something magical. Something good? Yes. Okay. We got to see if there's something in this toilet before we get out of here. (laughs) Otherwise, why did we build these stairs? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, All right. Daryl goes running up the stairs. (laughs) I just just keep thinking about the home (laughs) <laughs> I would do it. Uh, 14 minutes, 30 seconds. Daryl uh, runs up the stairs. Yeah, well, one of you has to spend your action building, and then everybody else can spend actions doing different things. Daryl, build these stairs as I run up them. Okay. Yeah, Daryl, you know, knowing how to measure twice and cut once, uh, builds, <laughs> builds expert stairs. Okay, so this would be a time when actually you would want to measure once, cut twice for speed, <laughs> no. but... Uh, so uh, it's very much like fucking the wrong trousers from Wallace and Gromit, where Gromit's putting down the train tracks ahead yeah. of the train kind of thing as Glenn runs up the stairs you're just like forming the stairs beneath him I'm gonna peek my head over the rim okay so you see literally one of the worst things you've ever seen although actually you know what to you it's not that dissimilar because you're in a band so like <laughs> you you see a lot of shit you see a lot of bodies um, and uh, you can sense that there's something down there but you're gonna have to go ahead and hey get guys, your hands dirty hey guys this is a real like end of Woodstock kind of situation <laughs> in there um, so, Glenn can you tell what's in there there's something magical. I can tell because my spell allows me to see things slightly glow. Can you see the shape? I can't. I can just tell there's a light glow for something. So I'm going to, I guess I'm just going to dive into the shit. And All right. Whoa, do you have a back? Wait, let's How get, are you let's get, get a rope out? on you. It is shallow enough that you can maybe crawl back out. You have to do a dexterity check to crawl back out. Okay, well, can we roll? Can oh, we run oh, up? I- oh, 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 I have a spell for this. Hey, Glenn. Yeah. If you need to get back out of that toilet, sounds like you might as well jump. And then I cast <laughs> jump on Glenn, which l- triples his jump distance Holy until the shit. spell wow. ends. Oh, my God. So you got mad vert for one minute, my dude. All right. Oh, hell yeah. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Okay. So roll your uh, investigation check with advantage. You want to get over a 20. Over a 20 yeah, in terms of this investigation. Place is high risk, okay. high reward. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. While he's jumping in, I'm going to cast speak with plants. And then I'm going to ask a nearby blade of grass voiced by Anthony Birch uh-huh. in a flawless blade of grass voice. Blade of grass, I wish to commune with thee. What's up? What does the forest say about what treasures may be hidden in that toilet bowl? Oh, we don't fucking grow up there. That's nasty. <laughs> <laughs> My new favorite voice. <laughs> Have ye heard any rumors, any tidings, perhaps from the trees themselves who can see into the bowl, of any valuable items that may have fallen therein? Yeah, uh, the Demodorm sword is up there. It's a sword of adjustable length. It's basically a lethal tape measure. Its weight and its length are proportional, and it can be infinitely long. Uh, well, not infinitely long. It can be really, really long. And that was made by Ryan Peterson. 
Well, thank you, Ryan. Thank you, Blade of Grass. No problem. Hey, Glenn! Yeah? You're looking for a stretchy length sword, kind of like a tape measurer. What I'm kind of hoping here is that I can give him advantage on his search because he knows what he's looking for. Well, he already had advantage. Double but, advantage. But, How much uh, advantage can you yeah, give me? we'll give you double, double advantage. Double advantage. The, the much rumored. <laughs> <laughs> double D&D advantage. D&D first, ladies and gentlemen. What does double advantage grant me? Advantage on my advantage rolls? It means you get to roll three times to take the best of the three rolls. Um, so, Anthony, I rolled three times, uh-huh. six, 17, and seven. With an investigation on Fortune, I only get up to a 19. Ooh, that's I was going to say, can, if somebody else dives in with them, can it help the investigation? It can't be you because you spent your action no. building the stairs, but Ron could do it. Ron, get in there. Help out, Glenn. Ron, be a trooper. I'll be a pooper instead. That works. I'm going to hop on in the poop. Okay, go ahead and roll investigation with advantage. Okay, a 15. Okay, so go ahead and roll again. All right. Eight. Okay, so uh, no dice there. That's your go, so I'm going to roll on the encounter table again. Matt, uh, uh, your hand's itching. Why don't you roll ahead and roll uh, perception? I got a, a 13. 13, okay. Yeah, everything's fine. Um, <laughs> so now everybody go again. If you want to keep searching, you can. So you have eight minutes before poison starts to flood this place. Do I still have triple advantage because I know exactly yes, you what I'm looking for? God, 19 is the highest I got again. Woof. Off three rolls. I'm using an app. Damn you, app, and your real generated numbers. 15 plus four, the, mm, that's 19. So 14 plus four. God. Oh, I'm sorry. So they're just hunting around for poop? Yeah, seems like okay, it. Okay, so while they're hunting around for poop, what's Grant doing? Uh, Grant's gone. As I was saying, after the first roll on the encounter table, all of a sudden he saw something move through the trees and this like look of something akin to happiness uh, appeared on his face. And while you were building the stairs, uh, he sort of wandered off in the direction of uh, what he saw in the forest. So since I asked immediately after building those stairs, do I see the direction he went in? Yeah, you could follow him. I I, I go, Grant, Grant, guys, guys, Grant's ran. I got to go get Grant. (laughs) Keep looking for that sword. Henry, come help. Okay, I'm on it. We start running towards Grant. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Dungeons & Dice is brought to you this week by Rocket Money. Listen, you got subscriptions that you forgot about? I guarantee you, you have subscriptions that you're paying for, you're paying for every month that you don't even use anymore. Or sometimes you sign up for something and you sign up for something and the, the day later you don't even realize it. Rocket Money can cancel those subscriptions for you in a single click. And they'll even help negotiate lower bills for you by up to 20%. You just submit a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. Rocket Money, for those of you who don't know, personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. You can see all of your subscriptions in one place with one tap, and if you see something you don't want, you just help cancel it just by tapping your fingers. And their dashboard shows you monthly spending compared to last month, so you can see where your habits are, see how you're doing, see how the trend lines are going. They can help you create a custom budget and keep your spending on track. Rocket Money is over 5 million users and saved a total of $500 million in canceled subscriptions, saving members up to $740 a year when using all the app's features. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash daddies. That's rocketmoney.com slash daddies, rocketmoney.com slash daddies. Dungeons and Daddies is brought to you this week by KiwiCo. It's time. It's summertime. 
You ever do outdoor stuff in the summer? I would ride bikes. No, I've never gone outside. No, what, never gone. What, well, what uh, not, outside? In, not in Phoenix. Yeah. Did you bike ride when you were like out in the summer, or would you just bake? So when I was in Tucson, when I was like bike riding age, and yeah, we would just bake alive. The asphalt was so hot, and then by the time I was in Phoenix, I was in college. You know, who rides bikes? I do to get to class and yeah. to get to other places, and it was very hot. Yes. So okay. KiwiCo is inviting kids and kids at heart to enjoy their first ever summer adventure series. Ooh. Kids from two years old to teens can receive six hands-on science and art project kits over six weeks with enriching content and fun activities to accompany each project. They have something for everyone and they offer different topics for each age, whether your child wants to explore space Hell or learn yeah. about dinosaurs yes. or learn about how dinosaurs were killed by an object from oh space. I do have to say, looking at the KiwiCo website, there is a physics project for kids age five and up that is pinball. Are you freaking kidding Yo, me? Look at this oh, marble roller coaster. KiwiCo encourages kids to get outside, explore, and to stay off their screens. Awesome projects from the Summer Adventure Series like the Bottle Rocket Kit, where you build an actual bottle rocket, but not the kind that you light with a lighter. Help to turn the outdoors into a playground of learning and fun. And, and Matt, as the parent in the room here. Yeah. Keeping your kid busy and creatively challenged. Constant struggle. Yeah. Especially if you're trying to avoid those screens. Then you got it. That's you gotta, the problem is that screens made them. Oh, my God. Really screens easy make it way. so easy, but you want to avoid those screens. So you got to come up with fun stuff to do, activities. Cool. And like, look, you got a whole range. But you know how like you think you're prepared and you've got like a whole list of things you're like these activities this is going to last until my kid's in college. No. You were now them by like age no. four. Kiwico does like, that I already like, done all the marshmallows with no. toothpicks and all the all the like make your own water. But I've done all these things. Kiwico's doing that legwork for you so you can spend quality time just tackling the projects together. It must be nice, Matt, to be able to do these and just be like, I don't have to think. I can just play with do it. it. Convenient and personalized. You'll receive either all your summer adventure crates at once or weekly for six weeks. Build the best summer ever with Kiwico. Get 20% off on your summer adventure series at kiwico.com slash summer daddies. That's the best code we've gotten That's so really far. Good. That's really 20% off your summer adventure at kiwi k-i-w-i-c-o dot com slash summer daddies one word summer daddies so you see grant standing at odds against two people that actually seem to be around his age one of them is a really cute girl with red hair and the other one is a kid with an eye patch and a skateboard that Holy seems shit, to be like attached cool. to his feet. Holy shit. And wait, like, wait, the skateboard's attached to his feet? What do you mean? Like the skateboard is his feet. He's just skateboard from the ankles down. That's like his thing. I still can't tell if you're just doing a metaphor yeah, that he's no, really he good at literally grafted to the skateboard. <laughs> okay, okay. And Dude, he, it's like you're literally grafted to your board. <laughs> <laughs> and so Grant is <laughs> up against the, um, the, the, the... His back is against, up against the tree uh-huh. and the two are like staring him down and he looks like kind of small and like almost like he's being threatened, but he's also smiling. I, I put my hand out to block Daryl. Like, Daryl, fucking let this play out for a second. Uh, we don't know. Hey, hey, Grant. God. Hey, we don't so, know who guys. So he turns and he sees you and immediately his fucking shoulders slump and he just goes, oh, God, don't, don't, don't. These are good guys. These, these, these are my friends. Yeah, we're not going to hurt them. We just want to make sure you're okay. I'm fine. I was fine, and now I'm. Oh, less. Are, these you, are you these your friends? Hey, kiddos. Oh God. My name's no. Daryl Wilson. Oh, nice no. Daryl Wilson. Nice no, to meet no, you guys. No. I'm Grant's dad. This is my this is my pal Henry. Henry, come say hi to these kids. Hello, kids. Um, or should I say, what's up, teens? Oh God. So uh, immediately, the girl. <laughs> I didn't think you could get meeting your kids' friends in this podcast, but boy, oh boy, here we are. The girl, like, very politely smiles and, like, shakes both of your hands. Well, what we, we, we gotta hear more about this handshake from Daryl and this girl in detail. Yeah, well, because this is, like, a feel? big first impression. Yeah, pause that timer. Pause that timer. This is an important moment. 
All right. Actually, Wait, I'm gonna pause why? The whole scene. Because this is he's sizing up. This is a potential romantic interest, you know. Yeah. So either, either, either either one. Not could for be him. Not for him. For Grant. Oh, 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 shit. oh shit! No, it's not that kind of podcast. <laughs> no, no. No. The girl reaches out for a handshake. What kind of handshake do you give a girl that's the same age as your son? Oh, I like a nice hand. Like, you know, I, it's still firm, but not like, I'm not going to hurt her hand. Okay, so she gives you a pretty firm one. It's like, it's not Ooh. enough to hurt, but it's like, she's like clearly intending. Nice handshake, like, little lady. What's your name? She goes, uh, my name is Killa Demal. Uh, <laughs> Killa Demal? Yeah. Sorry, did you say kill them all? Uh, no, my name is Killa Space Demal. Oh, okay, that's a she nice She was name. named by Eric Sispolsky. Thank you, Eric. <laughs> I like that. And then the boy does a kickflip, which again is weird because it's like he's he how- connected to <laughs> the fucking board. It's like they're like bungee connected. Uh, he does a kickflip and then sort of like turns around and then puts his head on his shoulder like he's giving you the stink eye with his one eye. And he just goes, the name's Yeet Bigley. <laughs> <laughs> Yeet Bigley? Uh, and he does not shake your hand. Nice, uh, uh, nice, nice Ollie there, Leet. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Bryce Baker, by the way. That's and so that, oh That's a kickflip, you doofus. Oh, <laughs> kickflip. Very cool. Well, nice to meet you. I put my hand out. He doesn't shake it. He goes, it smells like shit, so I'm going to hate Yeah, we were, not in, the, risk we were that. in the big old toilet over there. I would not go in there if I were you. Daryl, I got oh. this. Sick flip, bro, up top. And I, I go for a high five. <laughs> so roll a persuasion. <laughs> Man, this podcast Fuck yes, a 19. <laughs> <laughs> he, he doesn't even look at you, but his hand just goes up and... Ah, perfectly hits your <laughs> his posture says I don't give a shit but the sheer crispness of that high five says that he appreciates the compliment I explained to Daryl you know, sometimes kids are skating around the museum and you know I gotta tell them no skateboarding oh. at the museum and like you know so I've just developed a bit of rapport I get some of the lingo I wasn't in on the skateboarding thing at first but then Grant you were telling me it's like it's a sport it's very you know what you do is very difficult oh my there oh uh, just stop it's not you're not making it better it's, it's, not, <laughs> it's sounding more condescending it's, it's so weird. what's going on kids are you also Fortnite's players are you part of this nintendo he bigly says uh, uh we're not just players we're winners i mean never number one but we always have we've survived a fair number of these games and cal goes yeah absolutely we're really big fans of competing in four nights it gives us a lot of uh, uh, really cool equipment that we can use to sell and keep our mom in hospice care Aww. oh we're very sympathetic oh are uh, you are you brother and sister <laughs> yeah we're brother and sister okay so you're like a team can we just all join the same team is that how Fortnite works can we all be the same team so we don't you know, we're going to help each other all out here? Yeah, I mean, that's what we did with your boy Grant. And then Yeet goes, yeah, your boy Grant is real fucking good at Fortnite. Oh, he's, hell yeah. He's he never is. killed anybody, but he's great at building, he's great at finding, and he's great at uh, being a good pal. How about you and guys? Yeah, the you meta kill- right now is that you can just be good building and do pretty well in <laughs> Fortnite. And how about you You're two, shouting uh, that from the toilet bowl. <laughs> yeah. How about you the two ki- How about you two kiddos? You've uh, killed anybody? Yeah. Yeah, but we're not like psyched about it, says Yee Bigley. We try not to. It's easier to sort of survive on your own. We're not really ones for a lot of combat. How, how old are you two? We're uh, the same age as your son. How old is Grant? <laughs> <laughs> Careful, Matt. <laughs> There's a lot of speculation. Anthony, how old is Grant? Uh, somebody on Reddit asked what the ages of all the kids were, and I just responded, yes. Like, I, <laughs> I feel like he's probably like 13. We were saying that like it was like a pretty big range in the soccer team, which is why I can have like it was middle it's school. a K through eight school. And it was like he's on the sc- upper end. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, he's probably like. So he's 13. Yeah. So they're all 13. 13. And okay. I will also say that like people are like, oh, they seem young. I'm like, do you not remember 13 year olds? There are some mature ass 13 year olds, and there are some hey, wild Hey, that's my cards. sons you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, we're all the same age. Okay. Um, that's just. These kids go through a lot in this world. Yeah, you know, it's tough. I do think maybe we should kind of zero in here and come up with a game plan. Yeah. So So you must be the hotties. Is that right? Kella goes, "Uh uh-huh. And then Yeet just sort of crooks a thumb at himself. He goes, why don't you tell me? I'm I'm not going to do that. So roll perception with advantage, Daryl. Okay. With advantage. 
That is a 19. So with a 19, the second that Yeet Bigley points at himself and says, you tell me, Grant blushes very hard. Oh. I knew it. Grant, what's going on there, buddy? You look a little flush. Oh, my God. Oh, Dad! <laughs> what? No, it's, just, it's, it's hot out. <laughs> so immediately. I'm it's really hot outside right now. You're looking a little sweaty, buddy. Yeet and Kella turn, and they see him just blushing, and then he just, like, immediately freezes up, and he, like, literally puts his hands over his face, and he just goes, Dad, no! <laughs> and, uh, and Kella's like, oh, what's wrong? Are you okay? Are you sick? Or what's going on? And Yeet's like, yeah, man, what's what's the deal? What's going on? And he goes like, please don't. <laughs> oh, okay. This has to be a dream. This I, is worse than everything. I, I hear you, Grant. It's pretty hot outside. I'm getting pretty sweaty, too. I feel like oh, we should... Oh, don't mention sweat. Oh, yeah, Jesus. no, no, no. My you, back. You, oh, my you God. You sweat so much. Oh, no, stop. Yeah. Right down the crack right now. So I oh, think we should. Oh, no. I think. No. I, <laughs> he like Henry is like, Daryl, Daryl, Daryl. He Darryl. literally curls into the fetal position and is just like going, nah. I think us and the hotties should get down to, we got two friends down there, really powerful warriors. They can help out. I think we should all stick together. Uh, we go where? Uh, oh, to, the, to the shit toilet. The shit toilet. No, we're about just going to help them out. Then we're going to go to our next place. We just can't leave our friends behind. So meanwhile, back at the toilet. Did they just leave us <laughs> to dig through a big pile of shit by ourselves, Ron? Yeah, they said something about West Indian lilac poisoning the dinosaurs. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Jurassic Park. Oh my god. Oh my god. If this was a JRPG dating simulator, it'd be like, you've spent some quality time with Ron. I'm like, <laughs> my indicator just went up a little bit. You bonded over shit. <laughs> Uh, how long has it been since I cast jump? Uh, oh, yeah, it's definitely been more than a minute. Yeah, there's been <laughs> stuck in there. <laughs> and Ron didn't have it. Ron's got his stilts, My I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Ron's, so to paint the picture, Ron is on his stilts, like very gently standing around and like pointing at things. And then Glenn is just covered head to toe in excrement, blood, and guts. If you're considering uh, drawing that as fan art, maybe don't. No, not this one. I feel like Ron is just one? stomping like grapes in a winery. Just like... <laughs> <laughs> Let's just do one more check for it, Ryan. Okay. Let's go one more and I'm, time. I'm just going to spread out my whole body on this poop so that I, I, if something's there, I can really feel it. Again, 10, 13, 15. Can they get possibly more? Because like, if they're scooping poop out, by the, it should be I'll reduce getting... the AC of the search, yeah. So, so you only have to get 19. No, still no. I'm 17 highest on that last roll. I got 18. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Ron, hey, Ron, fuck okay, this. I've got an idea. I was just thinking that since we're in sewage... It might be helpful to have somebody who knows a little more about sewage. You see, you and I, we merely adopted the sewage. <laughs> but the rats out of my hat and ver a vermin, they oh, were born in the sewage. Shit. And they might be able to find something better than we can. That's a good idea. It's too bad none of us can talk to them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, shit. Can we come back? So the second you say you come back, I'm starting the timer, and you have three minutes and 44 seconds. And when the poison starts coming out, then every real-life minute you're in the poison, you'll have to take a D6 of damage. Okay. So hey, just be ready for that. I, All right, we're starting right communicate now. Communicate that to... And you are back it, now. Hey, is Henry Will? over there? I mean, Henry. <laughs> Who's Will? <laughs> um, will you come talk to a couple rats? <laughs> you bet your ass I can, but we got to hightail it out of here. I run up the stairs. Okay. Okay, cool. I hold out the head of vermin. I say, head of vermin, head of vermin. 
Ship me out a couple of rats. I think I'll take three. All right, three rats come out. So, Yeet, how expensive is a skateboard like that? If I was going to get one for Grant, <laughs> if I was going to get one for Grant, like, Grant, was, do you like, have you thought about skateboarding? Is this something you like? Yeah. Uh, Yeet's I, like, I was born on those blades, baby. I cast Speak with Animals on okay. the rats. So the rats like, ah, all right, all right. Ooh, a lot of shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Love the hey, shit. Love hey, the can shit. You, can you go look for a cool sword for us? Oh, fuck yeah. Why not? I'm going to run my investigation roll. All right. Oh, I finally got one. 18. Or 18. Okay, so with the uh, 18... And assisted by the rats. Assisted by the rats. The rat grabs what looks like a magical tape measure in its mouth and starts pulling. But you can tell as it pulls that there's something else in there if you want to keep searching. I'll roll. Uh, So 16. You you basically pull out a pair of orbs and you pull out a tape measure. I I try to jump and I fail. I cast jump on you. No, no, no. I just hug one of Ron's Ron's stilts. I'm like, let's get out of here, Ron. I use my powerful quads to (laughs) propel up from the sewage. All right, roll acrobatics. Gosh darn, I knew you were going to have to have me roll something. Acrobatics. That's going to be a 19. Ooh, perfect. Ooh. All right. You definitely leap out with your stilts from the shit statue, and you land with a horrible splorch. So I take off my polo shirt and then take off my undershirt. So I'm, I'm, Are I'm, you I'm, taking I'm shirtless for a second. I said, whoa, man, you're covered in shit there, Glenn. Here you go. And I toss on my <laughs> oh undershirt. Oh, my God. And then, oh I put my my, God. then I put my polo shirt back on. So, oh, man, Jesus. that felt good, though. Sweaty day, guys. Let's get out of here. Oh, God. I don't uh, know if this is worse. Your son is just so upset. <laughs> uh, okay, so you guys are adjacent to Egg Farm, which is full of poison, or the tavern that you came from, PUBG. Oh, well, hotties, what do you guys recommend? I would probably go back to the tavern. Oh, uh, problem. That tavern's lit on fire. Do you want to be poison gas? So I think oh, okay. let's go to the tavern. All right. So cool. You managed to make it back to the tavern. As you hear poison gas begin to seep out of the pores of the ground behind you uh, in the shit ass, uh, hmm. to- fucking shit ass toilet building. Hold on. As we're leaving, though, I'd like to take a quick second to do a perception check of the poison gas coming out of the, um, the ground, mm-hmm. is what you're saying? Yeah, I just want to get a little more on that. I'm so right there a- with you. Uh, that's a 14 plus 2, 16 investigation on that. So that's good enough to know that something magical is causing to happen. Why don't you now roll Arcana? Arcana is a 14 plus 2, 16. Okay, so you can tell, even though you don't know a lot about this world, you can but tell. But I know a lot about, like, crystals and shit. Yeah, yeah. You can tell. <laughs> he played in a band called Arcana back in the 90s. <laughs> you can tell that the. the we wrote the, a song about this. That this is a poison spell, poison gas spell that is being, it's not being done randomly. It's like a person is doing that, and they must be within some certain They're proximity here. of the map. They're here because the poison's coming from the ground. They could be underground. There could be right, an underground right, right. wizard making Whoa. all the poison come out. Okay, so the items that you got, one of them is, this one is made by Ryan Peterson. It's called the Dimodome Sword. It is a sword of adjustable length. It's a lethal tape measure. Its weight and its length are proportional. I'm going to say its maximum length is like 100 yards. It's like a football field. Nice. So you can make it go really long. Hell yeah. So, But the idea is the longer it goes, the more the more heavy it is. That's what she said. And then the... <laughs> And then the other item, oh, also by Ryan Pearson. Jeez, well done, dude. Are teleportation orbs. These are two handheld, Ooh. indestructible orbs that allow the user to instantly teleport between them. The orbs need to recharge between uses. That's what she said. Based on... <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, that's really good. Oh, my God. Fuck. Holy that was good. shit. All right, you get, you get inspiration. Holy Yay. shit. You get inspiration. That's oh, the opposite wow. of a dad joke. Yeah, but it's too good, though. That, that needs to be encouraged. Good. Um, uh, the timer's recharge is based on the difference traveled. Just don't let them touch. The orbs cannot touch, apparently. Um, what I, happens if they touch? I don't know. It just says CM's don't let them touch. I guess I I'll decide, yeah. Oh, this seems like a cool cross quick, the strings uh, moment we can quick, do later. Quick uh, dad huddle really quick. Yes. Hey, um, Glenn I feel, is like 15 right, feet so, away from so the, the new 15-minute timer okay. is now starting. Super quick. I feel like we should give one of those orbs to Grant because if he gets transported. Oh, shit. 
like likes he, to sneak, oh, sneak hell it yeah. into oh Grant. Oh yeah. shit! Sneak oh, it into no. Grant's pocket. Oh no! He gave you an item that was too good. No! <laughs> no! My my arc. No. <laughs> but remember, but here's the thing, guys. It's only one person's gonna go, right? Like, oh shit! Yeah, you can't all touch the orb. Yeah, but maybe Grant can come back. Or I can go to Grant. So slip it. Who has sleight of hand? Well, we don't we have to slip it. I think we just ask Grant to hold on to this orb. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Grant. Yeah. Hold on Come to this orb. Come join the dad huddle, buddy. I don't want to be anywhere near you right now. <laughs> I think I'm cool over here with my friends trying to undo the damage that you just did to my cool factor. Um. Okay. Let me try this. <laughs> Grant, buddy, I'm going to give you some advice. It's uh, something that Glenn and I were talking about when we were in the toilet. Um... <laughs> You, why why you is this have, my life? Why you, is this how things are right uh, now? <clears throat> you have... <laughs> s- s- I, I hold the orb, and I hold it in front of Grant, and I said, you have so many relationships in this life, only one or two will last. You go through all this pain and strife, and then you turn your back, and they're gone so fast. And they're gone so fast! Mm, but- <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> <laughs> <Holy> <laughs> shit. And then I give him the orb... <laughs> just hold on to that. Yeah, Grant, just hold on, hold on to that, buddy. It's a teleporter. We can, if you get lost or I get lost, we'll be able to find a way back. So it's all yeah, good. Thanks, just dads. hang on to it. Thanks, guys. So he just right. takes. It, he so just, hold on, the ones who really care, no, I got and in it. the I'm end, they'll be the only ones there. Oh, Grant, Grant, why are you why are you weirded out by that? Remember, you used to love the Hansons. Those are your favorite no, band. I didn't. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Remember, remember oh, no. in third grade, you did that for the talent show, and it was with your friends, but only you went up there, so it was you by yourself doing it. Yep, I remember that distinctly. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great memory. Thanks flower, for bringing that up. Thank you so rose. much, Dad. You can plant any of those. Keep planting to find out which one grows. I remember that. It's a secret no one knows. Because I came up, and then I sang with you could you just use that sword and just kill could you just drive it straight <laughs> through my brain i don't know if i can do that i'm just too busy kind of cleaning myself off with this really sweaty rag so i'm just basically covered in like shit and sweat and hey just give me one second guys um ugh. you guys are just the nastiest people right now <laughs> the tavern is completely burned down now so basically you were in a pretty boring spot you were just in a clearing with the burnt out remains of a pub and the body of gooseloos van goose and uh currently Oh, yikes. You can see two other competitors. Oh, boy. Uh, You can see a drider, which is a large arachnid creature with a torso Uh, of a woman. uh. So basically some Dark Soul shit. And then you see the Oni that you scared off is back. Are they fighting each other? Yeah, I was just about to roll for that. So, yes, they are fighting each other. But do they see you is the question. Oh, yes, they do. (laughs) What do you do? Can we go to another zone? Can we just leave? You absolutely can if you want to. How many zones are open still? So the haberdashery is adjacent to you, and that is open and not poisoned. Okay. Or you can always sprint through any poisoned zone. You'll basically take only one round of damage from it. Also, the damage increases depending on how many zones overall are poisoned. But you only take one round of damage from sprinting through any individual zone, but you will uh, roll with disadvantage on the encounter tables because like more people will hear you and maybe come to your And location. we could probably let them Dang, fight it man, out. you would have thought out this mechanic. I don't think it'll work, but it sounds like it's... Good. I think we let them slug it out, and we go to the haberdashery. Yeah, the sun's hot. None of us want sunburns. We all get some caps on. I actually have some natural sunscreen on right now, in a way. That's true. (laughs) In in uh, many, uh, my camo is like way up, right? Visually, yes. Oh, absolutely. Smell wise, you're like solid snake, but the worst kind, runny snake. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I say we make a run for the haberdashery, guys. Okay, cool. So that'll take you five make minutes. Make a dash for the... Never mind. All right, so you are down to... <laughs> we're, we're down to five minutes before we find out where the next uh, zone is coming up. What's the haberdashery all about? So the haberdashery, it's a store with a shitload of hats on the outside. Every single fun, uh, whimsical hat you could imagine. There's what is a- this, Team Fortress 2? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know what? Yeah. on... Yes, canonically, every hat that you've seen in Team Fortress 2 is at this haberdashery on the outside of it. And then inside, you can see a bunch of other hats and also suits and clothing and like apparel and all that kind of stuff. Um, So you get the feeling that, yes, the USA show suits. Um, You get the feeling that if you go inside and search, you might find some like apparel that you can wear. I'm also going to roll on the encounter table. All right, you're fine. You're going to like the way you look. I guarantee it. Right now, there is nobody here. All right, guys. You what kind of hats? Well. What kind of hats do you want? I think we should scout out what's in this store, and I think Glenn, in particular. No offense, but you could use some new duds, my man. Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, come to think of it, none of us have changed our clothes in the weeks upon weeks in which we've been in this realm at this point, right? Yeah. Like, like I, I, all I know is my Birkenstocks are covered in gore and viscera. It's been a stinky ride. I feel like maybe we could all use like but a makeover. Haberdashery is just just hats, right? Well, he said they had suits and stuff too. A haberdashery is just any place that sells men's clothing and accessories. It's not just hats. Oh, okay. Oh. okay. So we can get properly pimped out. You can. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, they got Tommy Bahama shirts here. <laughs> oh my god. Guys, can we upgrade to cargo shorts? Wizard Tommy Bahama shirt. on dad out. <laughs> all right. Tommy yes, Water I Deep. will I would like to purchase. If, There's nothing to purchase. Nobody's there. You I just, would like to purchase all right. <laughs> um, 14 pairs of cargo pants in increasingly large sizes. And then I would also like a t-shirt that says, keep calm and carry on. <laughs> and then I want a hat. I want a hat that says, um, oh, God. I want a hat that says, I searched for my son in the Forgotten Realms and all I got was this <laughs> lousy hat. Okay. Uh, so go ahead and roll uh, investigation. It's a 12 plus 4, so 16. You definitely find a shirt that says keep calm and carry on. <laughs> and that's it. Are there magical items here as well? There are also magical items. I'm going to also in this time cast detect magic once again. Okay. And any magical items will highlight themselves to me. God damn it. Ryan Peterson, I guess your style <laughs> of making items is just my kink. This so is you, so hot. So you find liquid proof boots. So they are fully liquid proof, which means they are physically incapable of coming in contact with any liquid. A little late for that. That would have been useful 15 <laughs> minutes ago. <laughs> liquid proof boots. Yes. Interesting. Okay. Wait, what size are they? Uh, <laughs> uh, why don't you roll? 14? They are size 14. <laughs> so they're for like a half giant, like a big dude. Can I roll for how big Ron's feet are? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not... I'm not scared. All right, go ahead. Wait, I can't have these shoes because I happen to roll big? No, I, I mean, you can wear them. It'll just be, they'll be kind of uncomfortable. Yeah, you'll get this. You'll look like one. a doof. Well. 18 <laughs> inches. <laughs> you have very large feet. And dot, dot, dot. Big, <laughs> and big socks. I mean, you have to be, yeah. Hey, uh, uh, Hotties, are you, are you guys good uh, clothing-wise? Yeet, bigly. Points on the public goes, uh, obviously, are you, are you kidding cool. me? Okay, why don't you guys go ahead and can you just wash the perimeter while we uh, get some clothes so that, you know, we can be as cool as you, because you, we want definitely to measure up to you guys. Oh my God. Uh, Grant, Although if it's feet, we definitely measure <laughs> Yeah, Ron, Ron's got, Ron's a big boy over there. Grant is like literally on his knees with embarrassment and he just grabs Yeet Bigley's like coattails and he just goes, I am so 
Sorry. Grant, let's get some clothes. Oh, God. Oh, no. This is the other horrible thing. Just <laughs> oh, trying my God. With your Shopping dad. with your kid. <laughs> Shopping with your fucking parents. Oh, no. Okay, so yeah. Uh, Yeet Bigley and Kelly DeMall walk outside. And they go, yeah, we'll, we'll holler if we see anything. No, they don't. That's something an old man would say. Uh, they go outside and they go, yeah, we'll yeet if we see anything. Um <laughs> Okay, so... What, has, hold on. What does that mean? What's yeeting? Uh, yeeting is, is throwing something for power. So I will throw a brick through the window <laughs> <laughs> if somebody comes. I mean, that's a good way to get our attention for sure. That's true. I like that. I also like that Will was able to role play Henry not knowing what yeeting is, <laughs> which gave him a safe way to find out the answer for himself. So the, the best tweet of all time, other than the Mia Farrow tweet, is uh, yeet is for power and distance and Kobe is for accuracy. <laughs> <laughs> That. That's very good. Uh, so, I mean, Glenn is going to just, you know, change into some regular clothes and hopefully smell a little less like shit. So Great. what do I see if me and Grant are just walking down the aisles of clothing? What uh... You see suits for goblins that are sort of in his size, sort of like really like nicely tailored things that'll be a little bit weird around the like midsection, but otherwise look pretty good on him. You see like a bunch of t-shirts with just pictures of famous unfortunate fighting children on them. There's none of Peyton, so don't even look for it. Um <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck about Peyton. Hey, Grant, but I don't know what you what you wear, but uh, you know, pick anything you want. Uh, this one's on me, and I look around because there's no. Uh, <laughs> you can get anything. It's free. There's nobody here. No, I fucking I got that. Okay, so are you gonna get anything? No. Why not? Whatever like joy you saw in his face, or even just the emotion that he had, he goes right back to completely fucking emotionless when he's just with you. Why not? Because I don't need anything. I'm fine. I'm good. Okay, well, Grant, if you see a cap that says. I lost my kid in the Forgotten Realms, and all I got was this lousy hat. Could you, uh, could you yeet me no? Could <laughs> <laughs> you yeet me no? <laughs> I wanted to just quickly talk to the, the hotties and be like, hey guys, what's up? Not much, what's up with you? Yeah, pretty chill. Yeah. Is that board? So he does a handstand and just sort of shoves the board in your face. Ah, oh, shit, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, you dark slide? <laughs> do what? Do what? Uh, 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 yeah, uh, I can dark slide. Hell yeah. You ride anything? Yeah, back in the day, I used to do, I used to skate street. Street? Yeah. That's fucking cool. Yeah. Tell him about the Christ air. <laughs> <laughs> no, hold on, let me register that. Yeah, back in the day, I used to do vert, actually. For, vert? Damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Damn. And then he, and he like spins around on, on his hands like as he's going, damn, damn, <laughs> damn, damn, damn. Yeah, bro. Christ air was my move. Oh, Christ there. I can't even do Christ there. Not yeah. yet. Yeah, whatever. We'll see Who half is pipe Christ in this world? He's shredded for our sins. He's like- <laughs> Ron is everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> in, in my defense, I still have the, uh, still the stilts and I can cover more ground. Also, the timer went up, so I'm going to announce. Because we dicked around. Because you dicked 15. around for quite a while. Greg Proops's brother, why don't you go ahead and tell us that the cafeteria and the deli are oh about to God. fill with poison gas. Hey, y'all, it's whatever I said my name was earlier. I don't remember because I just took some calming mushrooms to help me compartmentalize my grief over the rotting corpse of my brother, which is attached to my body. And I'm here to tell you that the following zones are about to get pumped with poison. What were the zones again? C and D. For those cool cats in the cafeteria, lunchtime's over because you're getting a second serving of poison coming your way. And if you're so hungry, don't go to the deli because the deli, in addition to having bad meats that will give you the toots and send you to that poison toilet, is also going to fill with poison. This has been whatever my name is. 
repressing my feelings. <laughs> okay, just so you know, once those two go up, there will only be two zones remaining that don't have poison in them. The tavern and the haberdasher where you currently are. Okay, great. Sure, I mean, I know, I know you, any clothes you want. You know, I know you like those, you want to be part of the hotties, so if you want anything here. Whatever chances I had of being part of the hotties, that is over now. Clothes has nothing to do with that. That is gone. That is well and truly gone. Oh, I know you think your old man ruins everything, but I tell you what. You if- do ruin everything. You killed a guy, and then you lied to me about it. You won't tell me what the fuck is going on with you. There's still something that happened before that I don't know. What the- You're going to eat my flesh, apparently. Also, that's a thing. You won't explain fucking anything to me. This is the most typical. You just put on a fucking happy face and just pretend everything's cool. Don't bother talking about it. Why would you talk? Why talk about something that fucking bothers you? Why? Why would you? Of course not. No, I'm fine. I'm great. I'm great. You know what? Never mind. I'm great. I'm going to put on this suit. Ha ha. Look at me in my suit. I put my hand on his shoulder. That is a son. I love you, but that is a terrible suit. That's for a, that's for a <laughs> goblin. Um, we'll get you a different yeah. suit, but look, I'm going to be straight with you right now. It's there's a lot going on and I'm not going to lie to you. There is you, you, you were put into slavery. There's been a lot of stuff happening, right? Yeah. A lot of stuff happened to us too. We found the other kids and we, we lost them. And I'm frankly, I'm scared. I'm going to lose you too right now. Even if we save you, if we get out of this crazy game where we're the last people alive and there's other stuff going on, there's some very adult stuff. There's stuff going on with your dad, but I, I, you have to trust me that I can't talk about all right now because we're in the middle of this. And I'm sorry. I lied about the gun, but these guys were trying to help me because they didn't want you to know that I did it. And it, it, I'll be honest, it's not the first person that we've had to kill in this situation. And I'm not dealing with it great. And sometimes I do just laugh to make it happen. But we've I just want, killed many people. Yeah, Ron especially has, Ron has tried to kill away. many people. I just need you to know that right now I love you and I will talk to you about it once we're done with this Fortnite hellhole that we're currently in right now. And I know you're mad and I expect you to be because you know everybody gets mad at their dad, but just know that for the next 12 hours or whatever it is, we have to get through this and then we will talk and you can ask me any question and I will respond and tell you to do you straight. Okay. Sure. All right. Well, that's, that's a good talk. Now let's get you a good suit. No, I don't. I don't want a suit. I'm good. I'm fucking, I'm fine. Everything's All right. Fine. He just walks out seemingly exactly as upset as he was before. <sighs> that's Daryl's sound. He knows he's not, he didn't do well. Well, Bone that one up, Daryl. Hey, man, it's you, you know. The- oh, Henry, were you right here listening? <laughs> Look, Daryl, all I was going to say is like, I get it. It's tough connecting with kids at these age, but you know, I, you know, I, I think you did good. So don't beat yourself up too bad about it. You know, he'll come around, you know, assuming we, we all make it out of this alive. I appreciate that. Henry, I'll grill you up that carrot. Hell yeah. But let's grill down after we get out. Well, of yeah, this I'm not going to say grill right now. I'm just saying. But yeah, for yeah. sure. I, pre- I appreciate that. Thank you, Daryl. All right. When when they come back, I'm sharing a cigarette with you. I'm like, yeah, no. If we see a if we see a half pipe, I'll show you. Glenn, what yeah, the yeah, hell? Yeah, I know sure. we're not. I go and I take the cigarette out of you. Oh, what, Are dude? You, you fucking you fucking Are you this, this is terrible for you. You know what's terrible for me? All of this. He says, yeah. pointing at this. And can and I this, just say, pointing at the cigarette helps me with the fucking edge. Can I just say, Mister Yeatley, sir, young man, Bigly, Bigly, Yeat, Bigly, you should really be wearing a helmet. Whoa! Like you know, there the brain is the most important resource a young person has. It's 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 how you form your connection with the world. And I know you do cool flips and tricks on your board, but you're not gonna be able to do those tricks if you're eating your food through a straw because you biffed it on your board too bad. You know. If you're so excited about smoking, why don't you go back to the jewel cutters zone? Where do you think we started? They say, and they pull out jewels. Oh hell yeah! Immediately begin to vape, and they're so goddamn cool, and they ignore everything that Henry just said to them. Just doesn't wear kick a helmet. Flip. Yeah, no. you want to look like no. a fucking tool. Glenn, no. I no. take safety very seriously, so don't push it, Bucko. 
you looked pretty singed. Were you wearing a helmet for whatever the fuck happened to your well, whole thing? Well, I didn't thing? think I was. You know what? You know what, sir? You, you, gotcha. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Hey. You, you, you Kel, think you're Kel, real Kel, cool. Kel, Kel, oh, you got it. Uh, gotcha. I revoke my high five. Oh, that's fine. I don't need also, it. Also, helmets Shit. are lame, Glenn. Brett Favre, uh, lame. I think not wore a helmet. <laughs> Huh? That's true. I don't know who Brett Favre is. Tom Brady? Maybe football is harming the youth of our country more than skateboarding the, the, ever the, did. You, I hold out for a fist bump. So Grant definitely fist bumps you. He's like, that's why I play soccer. No tackling. It's true. Although, actually, the headings, they find out that like doing headers repeatedly actually might have some similar effects. Yeah, <laughs> Grant, I'm so Grant dumb. Like, his eyes get bigger. I love doing headers. Ah, maybe <laughs> oh, slow down on that, oh, my no. dude. Okay, uh, <laughs> we are in the middle of a dangerous war zone, so let's table the soccer versus football versus vaping conversation <laughs> for when we're out of danger, and uh, let's figure out what our next move is here, everyone. Okay. As you say that, someone is going to make a stealth roll. Okay, everybody mm. do a perception roll. A 20. 20? Not natural 20. I got a 19. I got a 12. I got a natural 20. Jesus. Okay, so, I mean, basically everybody except for Ron, but, I mean, once they see it, you'll see it, too. Ron gets advantage. He's on stilts. <laughs> Ron's on, yeah, Ron's on stilts <laughs> and also is listening to everybody simultaneously. <laughs> Ron is the NSA. You hear it before you see it. You hear big, heavy footsteps coming towards you, and you see somebody encased in a very large suit of armor. Even though you can see from the fists that are coming out of it and the head peeking over it that the person's not actually very big. They're just wearing a big thing of armor. And as it gets closer, you hear the same voice that you heard on the microphone, even though you can't make out the face. And he goes, Doodlers, I've come for you. Uh, and uh, he, That's what he, she said. <laughs> <laughs> it's CERN. It's CERN. <laughs> It's Lizard Boy Scales McStuffins. He's no. come to kill you. He hears you say that as he comes up. He's like, well, fucking Christ. I was doing, I had a whole thing. I had, I had literally a whole monologue that was going to like climax with me getting close enough for you to see that I was there. And I talk about like you eating your kid and all. But no, yeah, that's what she said. You nailed, fuck you. And then he, he starts walking and he digs his hand to the ground, pulls out a very large rock, like much larger than anybody should be able to lift with one hand. And he fucking throws it at you. I roll to see what type of rock it is. <laughs> Dungeons and Daddies is Matt Arnold as Daryl Wilson, Anthony Birch as our DM, Will Campos as Henry Oak, Beth May as Ron Stampler, and myself, Freddie Wong as Glenn Close. Theme song and outro is All Right by Max and Waller. Thanks this week to Eric Shapolsky, Bryce Baker, and Ryan Peterson for the excellent submissions of names and items. Just one of the many perks you get as a Patreon supporter. Speaking of which, have you, do you, do you know uh, VZBX, Ryan Blaney, Camden Matheny, Jackie Betts, or... Devin Steen. I mean, they're Patreon supporters too. I'm not trying to guilt you or anything. I just think that these folks are pretty cool. Oh, sorry. What? Did you want to become a supporter of the podcast? Well, then take a gander over at patreon.com slash Dungeons and Dads where you two can chip in and help make this podcast possible. We just got back from a weekend of hard role playing and recording and the canon prequel starring the dad's grandparents, which we're calling At the Mountains of Dadness, is in the proverbial can ready to be edited. 
I'm really excited for everyone to hear this one because the Call of Cthulhu system and it being kind of a mini series really changed the gameplay and the way we approached it. And like me personally, I was not expecting just how tense and exciting the combat ended up being. It's very different. It's very cool. It's also very funny. We're going to try and get that out this month in time for Halloween and something you can hear if you're a Patreon supporter at any level. So it's not too late. Patreon.com slash Dungeons and Dads. Also, our stretch goal at 2,500 patrons has just been posted. I just got the phone with Henry Oak's producer, and he's putting together his geology raps. We're going to be releasing the Rocks Rock mixtape. So if you want to make that happen, patreon.com slash Dungeons and Dads. That's where you want to be. Dungeons and Dads on Twitter, bit.ly slash Dungeon Dads for that private Facebook group, r slash Dungeons and Daddies for that subreddit, and bit.ly slash DadGut, all caps, for the group transcription project. Thanks again for listening, folks. That next episode is coming at you October 15th. So until then, thanks for listening, and we'll see you then. There was a time when you could read between the lines. You know they never brought you down. Never brought you down. Uh, the, to did, did the sequel? No, no, no. The, really? no, 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 no. The further we get into this conversation, the more likely Anthony, it is that every single NPC is going to be a Star Wars podcast. That's the one thing it won't be, Freddy. Dungeons and is brought to you this week by Aura Frames. Are you looking for the perfect? Or are we? Or are we? Aura. We Aura. Aura Frames. Aura Frames. If you got pictures of seals, I know where you should go. Crank them onto your Aura Frames and give it to your mom. There's a big scroll that you're like, I got to take a picture of that. Aura frames are beautiful Wi-Fi connected digital picture frames. You can put pictures of seals on there if you want. You can put pictures of Seal the singer on yes. there if you want. They allow you to share you can buy display. A bunch of these and put other like gross stuff on them for your goon room. It's true. It allows you to share and display unlimited photos. It's super easy to upload. Make and share a goon photos. room your mom's comfortable walking into <laughs> <laughs> via the Aura app. And if you're giving an Aura as a gift, you can even personalize the frame. Listen to this, Anthony, with preloaded photos and memories. There we Dude, go. I preloaded my Aura frame with pictures of Pitbull and Pitbulls. So sometimes I get Mr. Worldwide and sometimes... <laughs> <laughs> no matter just, what, you win. I'm just being silly. I have great photos on my Aura frames and I love it. It's so a there. great Mother's Day gift this year, Beth. You could give Mother's I already did. I did it for last month. You did. I got one for my mom, too. You Moms did. fucking love Moms it. Love Moms love this shit. Moms love it. For Aura. From grandmothers to new mothers, aunts, and even the friends in your life, every mom loves an aura. That's like a goon room for a mom is just supposed to. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter and select it. Go in there and you see how long you can go without calling your kids. (laughs) 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 And select it as one of Oprah's favorite things. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use the code DUNGEONS at checkout for your mom to save. Terms and conditions apply. Dungeons and Dice is brought to you this week by Haya. Oh, wow. I did not realize I was surrounded by some black belts in karate. It's not martial art, Beth. 
It's a pediatrician-approved, super-powered, chewable vitamin. Most of the time when we talk about children's vitamins, it's just candy. It's just gummy bears. I don't tell oh. my mom. That was my whole trick as a little kid. Was it? Yeah, I'd be like, mm, I'm, I want some vitamins, mom. But really, I just wanted that sweet, sugary goodness. Most oh, I thought you were going to say you replaced your vitamins with gummy bears. Because that would be that a That would have been a smarter move. move. I could have done that. Well, you might as oh, well, well, because most children's vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and contribute to Disgusting. a of health issues. Ew, gross. High fills the common gaps in modern children's diets to provide the full body nourishment our kids need with a yummy taste they love. Formulated with the help of nutritional experts, Haya is pressed with a blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins Ooh. and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, 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 B12. B12. <laughs> that one came out weird. It was freshly here for vitamin B12. Oh, vitamin D. Oh, mama. B12. That's why this is all this. Oh, my God. Mercy. Folate, vitamin C. <laughs> it's vegan, dairy-free, allergy-free, gelatin-free, nut-free, non-GMO, everything else. Would that you, you say that this product is a hunk of hunk of burden love? It's designed for kids two and up and sent straight to your door so parents have one less thing to worry about. They taste good even though I don't take I don't take them. I'm too my old to pills, <laughs> my gummies. <laughs> they also have a new kids probiotic and nighttime essentials. We worked out a special deal with Haya for their best-selling yeah. children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash daddies. This deal is not available on their regular website. This is a special Secret URL. You understand? Deal. Deal oh. One for the money and two for the great vitamins you're getting. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H HayaHealth.com slash daddies and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.